Hey everybody, welcome to episode 257 of the Bite Me Podcast. This is the Extra Life episode, because we just did Extra Life, and because of that, I am joined today by Mr. Hans. Hi. <laughs> Colby's here too, but he's eating, so I don't know if he's... What gonna... up? Yeah, his mouth is full. If you if we're live streaming this right now, and you could be watching Colby eat, like normally we charge extra for that, um, but you can't hear me because he's a noisy, noisy, noisy eater, and it would make. For I could if you'd audio. like. I can unmute. No, myself. no, we we would prefer if you didn't. Anyway, we're going to talk about Extra Life because that happened this weekend, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, we're actually going to talk about what games we've played, which is a lot of them because it was Extra Life this weekend. So there'll be some of that. We've got news. Uh, Ubisoft shockingly has not changed any of their problems. I'm shocked. I know you're shocked. Um, we're going to talk about, this is an interesting article and I, I'm kind of interested to talk about this. I'm hoping someone here knows more about American Sign Language than I do. Um, but maybe not. Uh, Forza Horizon 5. Oh, well, perfect. Maybe, maybe you'll know. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 is adding ASL support to their cutscenes, And I, I'm, I think that's interesting, but I'm confused. Uh, the switch is going to be around for a while, which is great. Um, there's been a new movie that came out. We're going to talk about whether it's better casting or worse casting than Chris Pratt as Mario. Uh, Minecraft gets easier for people to deal with, and Twitch just got infinitely better. I mean, maybe not infinitely. Hans is on there all the time. So, I mean, it got better, but it was already pretty, pretty good. Uh, we got questions from Vinny, Prime Fan, Man Socks, and The Big Dog. We got games from Epic Games, Humble Bundle, Game Pass, and we got a little bit of Small Bites uh, for those of you with Android phones specifically. So, let's get into it. So, I just noticed, like, I so I, I copy and paste the uh, the description from Epic into into our show notes, and Epic Games misspelled a word in their description for this month's, <laughs> this week's Epic game it makes it slightly less epic anyway all right let's talk about uh, you're gonna have to go first hans because colby's still eating tell me about games you've played the games i've played well let's go for extra life it was uh started out with minecraft and uh my youngest son we played that for a couple hours always um, a solid choice yeah he switched over to roblox for the rest of the weekend and i did a little bit of fall guys um i hate that game i'm terrible at it <laughs> Do you hate so that game bad. because it's not good, or do you hate that game because you're bad at it? Definitely the second, maybe a little of the first. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Um, sure. And then uh, Ruby and Mansox Jr. and I played a bunch of Overwatch and Apex Legends. Although I haven't played Apex since like season one. Sure, it's sure. Changed up, and it's uh, actually I quite enjoyed it. Actually, I'll probably end up playing that a lot more. It's a uh, good game. I'm trash at it. Like I mean, just hot garbage. But it's it's good. Really yeah, good. I have the same problem. Uh, then you and I and Jacob and Vinny played some Back for Blood. That was and fun. So did, so did Colby. We'll talk about Back for Blood more in a second. Oh, okay, cool. And then, uh, so I have sad tears, seriously sad tears, because I oh, played no. a lot of Cycle Frontier this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sci-Fi Tarkov Light, which is super awesome and super fun, and I've fallen in love with that game. They ended the beta today. Oh, <laughs> and we, now we won't get the real release till 2022. So, oh my gosh, you're they kidding. haven't said when next year we're going to get it. So, yeah, they said thanks everybody. 
we're cutting it without telling anyone or giving you any notice. So that's that's really disappointing. I got into the beta on Friday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we've been playing it for a couple of weeks and really enjoying it. You can uh, check it out on some of our old vods on the stream. We we're going to play it tomorrow night too. And uh, yeah, here we are. Like, oh, oh I guess that's we a bummer. Play Tarkov. Tell us a little pretend. bit about that game. Like, I, I saw you playing it a little bit, but I don't really know kind of what it is. What's what is that game? It is Tarkov Light. So it's a PVE VP. So you know, you land in a, on a sci-fi planet and there's aliens that are controlled by the computer and then there's players. The interesting thing about this that's not Tarkov is that the world is semi-persistent. So... Keep talking. Oh, keep talking. I got to... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got this one minute. Anyways, uh, so it's PvEPVP... Um, and persistent, so people will be actually extracting and landing on the planet um, all through the time. And it's kind of crazy when you're on planet because you'll see, you know, a whole slew of dropships coming down. And you probably want to run from them. Or maybe you go snipe them. I'm not that good yet. But anyways, no. um, it's super fun. There's going to be missions. It's got like a crafting thing. It's got the whole build your base up like Tarkov has. It's it's got this really good loop and the Tarkov loop. It's kind of sucked me in, although there's no wait times because the world is persistent. You just drop immediately when you say I want to go down to the planet. Um, we'll see. It's you know that's we've played it for about two weeks now. It's super fun. That's a real bummer that it's just yeah it, gone. Um, and the interesting thing about this one is it's going to be free to play um, with cosmetics. Is what's going to Oh, nice. Make their money. And they'll have like that whole season pass kind of system thing um, that they, of course, swear up and down will only get you cosmetics. So I, I'm really intrigued by that kind of new free to play concept only because, like, I, I, I guess they must have investors that put up the money for them to, you know what I mean? Because, like, you can't make a video game without investment and usually investments recouped like that's an interesting like from an investment standpoint that's interesting to me because i mean essentially your your investors are 100 percent betting that you're going to make money via cosmetics like there's going to be no selling there's going to be no anything like it it seems it seems risky to me um but a lot of games are doing it so it must work i guess i don't know i Certainly, there's a lot of polish behind the game. So oh, it looks it's, gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's not some fly by night kid, you know, or you know, kickstarting it or something. It's, yeah, it's pretty surprising. Yeah, it looks uh, real good. Looks real good. Really and then um, outside of Extra Life, I've been playing a lot of pinball lately, and I picked up nice. the latest. I picked up a new pinball machine, the Mandalorian, which is the coolest thing I've ever played. So I heard it's um, I, so. There's some sort of upgrade you want to it too to make it cooler. Is that correct? Is there is there is something else you can add to it? Well, Stern's done this thing now right after I bought the Mandalorian with all their new pinball machines where they have QR codes and the Wi-Fi and basically now there's huge leaderboards for basically all of Stern's oh, new pinball machines. That's cool. Um, and they're so big leaderboards, achievements. They've got, you know, just like Xbox now. So Stern is coming into the 21st century. Um, it's a $300 upgrade for my machine. Oh. And if I'd waited a week... And had one shipped a week later to me, it would have included it for the same price. So And they won't hook you up. No. Oh, oh well. That that's 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 no good. We'll we'll all chip in three hundred bucks and get Hans an upgrade to his pinball machine. It'll be well, great. Maybe next year when you come out and then we'll just have big tournaments. Perfect. That'll be great. I uh 
I was actually just re-watching uh, the second season of Ted Lasso, and and in it, uh, one of the characters says that pinball is their favorite game because it's it's like the ultimate game because it's only uh, you and gravity against you know it's gravity against yourself essentially. I thought it was kind of kind of fun. That's uh, about right. <laughs> gravity and completely random. No game is the same. Yeah, man. Gravity's or I was gonna say gravity's good. Gravity's also good. I'm a big fan of gravity. <laughs> But pinball is is probably better. So, what have you been playing, Colin? Now that you're done eating, <laughs> video games is one of those and Red Dead you. Redemption oh. by chance. I ha- I have been playing Red Dead Redemption. I am uh, about halfway through the second chapter. I think um, it's great. You know, still uh, the the grizzly bears are terrifying in that game. I just want to say that <laughs> I I believe grizzly bears are also terrifying in real life. Well, yeah, yeah, I know that, but like, <laughs> like when those things charge you, like it's kind of it's, it's, they're big. Have you tried hugging so. it out with one? No, and I don't know if it's in the online version or like the normal version. But apparently, if you just stand your ground, they won't. They'll like stop their charge. They do like bluff charges. But I don't really want to find out um, if that's true. Yeah, so. no, I I can I can do that in Florida. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know how that would work for you. We'll see. But uh okay, let's see. So uh yeah, played that. I beat Flynn, Son of Crimson. Uh, nice. that, was... that came with a, a pretty big thumbs up, right? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Um yeah. it uh it was it was a good time and it's on Game Pass, so there's no excuses. Why not play it? Right, Cliff? Yeah. Why not play Absolute... it? Man. Yeah, absolutely. But man, I was oh, looking God. through like the the month that I spent moving, like messed up all the games I wanted to play. I've got so many games in my backlog now that I yeah. desperately, desperately want to play. Like I was looking, I had to uninstall a bunch of games in order to install Horizon uh, or uh, Forza Horizon Five. I'm like, oh man, I still haven't played Twelve Minutes. I still haven't played <laughs> a bunch of things. Yeah, I know it was only okay, but I still want to. I, I I really want to play that. Play it on just PC. because I'm. Yeah, I'm interested in the idea of it. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's not bad. Um, ending's trash, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, a lot of good games have trash endings. Yeah. So, looking at you, Far Cry 5. I have to play this game. I just looked it up. It looks awesome. It's 12 minutes. It's really interesting. Or oh, Flynn, no, sorry, Son, Son of, of Flynn. Yeah, that game looks really good, too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought it was I, good. It's uh, on Game Pass PC, I think, too. So Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, it. Um, handled really well was... Which is like a definite need when you're got you know side scrolling action game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I played and beat Unpacking, um, which just came out like I don't know yesterday. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it came out on Friday, and I beat it on Sunday. Yeah, um, my and I, my kid beat that yesterday too. Said it was good. And yeah, it's really I mean like it's just a chill. You literally are unpacking. Um, you get boxes and you have to find like where the items go. Uh, and arrange everything and get everything unpacked, and then it'll be like, well, you miss some stuff. Like this doesn't go here, or, you know, kind of thing. And uh, it basically tells an entire story just based on what you pack and unpack throughout. Interesting. These, like, because I think it starts in '97 and ends in like now time. Oh, interesting. And it, it t- like there's no story. Like uh, the only like thing is that there's like. After you beat each level, there's like a little, you know, hey, my first dorm kind of thing. But all the stories via like packing and unpacking. Interesting. So, so are you saying that it's a game about unpacking? Is that is it a metaphor? Yes, literally. Nice. I um, like that. Also on Game Pass. 
also on Game Pass. Um, and I uh, played a little Paint the Town Red because <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that game. Um, it's I'm I've still only played the biker bar level. Um, That's funny. That's the only one I played too because it's like the first level, and that was the one that was in the demo. And it's still just fun. Like, I mean, it's not like a game you're going to sit down and, like, play for three hours straight. But, like, literally, it is a great game to sit down and play for, like, I don't know, 20 minutes at a time. It's fun co-op, too, to be honest. Oh, I have not played it. Yeah, it's good. Obviously. But, uh... No, you and your kid can play it. She's sick. She's old enough. It's fine. fine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, go kick that guy's head in. (laughs) (laughs) So, so the funniest thing I found about unpacking, there's a uh, Polygon article, and apparently one of the big trip-ups in this game is that you can unpack and try and find a place to put your GameCube, and a bunch of people don't know what it is, and they keep trying to put it in the kitchen because they think it's some sort of kitchen appliance. (laughs) (laughs) There's literally a bunch of tweets. I'm having a hard time figuring out what this is. Can you help? <laughs> Love it. Love it. But uh, yeah, no, paint the Hurts town. me. Yeah. <laughs> paint the town red. Like, it's like normally $20, I think. Probably not worth that. Um, yeah. It's still fun, though. But if it gets uh, goes on sale for like 15 100% worth it. Um, because <laughs> it is just stupid fun. Like, the only thing you're doing is how can I kill as many people as possible? Um, it's great. That's uh, so awesome. And then I played uh, Backbone, yeah. which is a dystopian detective noir game in which you're a raccoon. It feels like you buried the lead there, but yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um, I, I mean, like, I, I want to talk about it because it's very interesting, but, like, it is also, like, one of those things that I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very interesting because, like... I remember I played like maybe 20 minutes of it when we played the next game I'm going to talk about or mention. And uh, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it seems good, but I don't know if it's something that I'm going to finish just because I, I don't know. It's yeah. not like, it's not quite um, uh, like, what are those uh, Lucas art? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like combine these two things kind of deal. But it is very much like you're walking around looking for clues and talking to people. It's mostly dialogue trees. I'm into this. Um, and like, it was just one of those things. I'm like, I don't know, like kind of thing. And then after the first like chapter, which is fairly short, it's probably only like 45 minutes. I'm like, yep, no, nope, I'm in. Like this is, <laughs> um, it's Maybe- really good. I'm gonna play it too. Maybe we'll do a spoiler cast once it once we both get through it. I've heard it kind of compared to Disco Elysium. Oh, um, you mean the greatest game of all? Yeah, time. I don't quite know how because I haven't played Disco Elysium, and maybe it's just that they're both like detectives with yeah trees that you know like dialogue trees. I don't is know. Is there is there like a bunch of weird like anti-capitalist um See well, that's I, where I can't so- I can't spoil things, Cliff. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> fair um, enough. But uh yeah, no, it's real good. Also on Game Pass. Ah, thank you, um, Game Pass. We played a little back for blood, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I started playing Zookeeper World, which is just a match three game that just came to Apple Arcade. Um <laughs> I don't know why. I like, did not expect Zookeeper World to be a match three game. <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting because it's a it's a match three game in which you're earning money so you can do like a, not like a, 
what are like those Jurassic Park games that just came out where you build like a theme park kind of game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. earning money so you can build those like a theme park. Like it's yeah. not like a, a real big, you know, like in-depth theme park, yeah. but it's like, hey, you need to buy like the the thing is is that, you know, you're hired by the the boss who doesn't have any money because he spent all the money he was supposed to on the zoo uh making a statue of himself. <laughs> um and so you've got to do all the, you know, the match 3 to get money so that you can build the zoo. Um and then you do like, you know, you get $1000 like, okay, you buy the uh, monkey exhibit and then you gotta you know it's 1500 bucks for a monkey and you gotta put those in there and there's all the people like walking through like man it should be great if I had a vending machine or like I need to use a bathroom and so you have to get to a certain level to unlock those things so that you can put them in interesting which is yeah like kind of a I mean I just love match three games in general and it kind of adds a little bit extra to a match three game it's and it's so weird it's really fun <laughs> like I, i'm just a sucker for match three games so it's so weird uh my favorite the same thing but it's disney wonderful worlds <laughs> you build a disney park with a match three it's oh, exactly nice. the same as that nice How weird uh the the latest update of this game has a new animal quote unquote camel and quote unquote hippo yeah. and i'm I, I don't know if those are Real camels and hippos, or just like yeah, no, they're they're real camels. And like uh, I don't know, no. I, I I love when people use quotes wrong. It makes me happy. It it was very much one of those games where I played it for like a little bit the other night, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. I wonder how like you know kind of thing. And I I looked at you know oh to get a camel or hippo or whatever, it's like I have to get to level ninety. I'm like that's never gonna happen. So like whatever, I'm on level seventy right now. So <laughs> putting that new iPhone to use, call that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, he's playing it right now, people. <sighs> All right. I can multitask. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, let's see. This weekend, I played Psychonauts 2, which Woo. I've talked a bunch about. Man, that game. <laughs> Hans is playing games, too. I'm the only one working here, people. Uh, Psychonauts 2 Are is just good. Me? That's true. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is really good. Like The more I play it, the more I enjoy that game. It, uh, it's got just a really good... A sense of progression like you're always kind of doing something new you're always going to new worlds it was really fun i streamed it for probably i don't know three or four hours it was a fun game to stream because there's lots of really stuck when i found when i came along oh man and i i, I figured that out like not too long after but I, that's about the only time i've really been stuck though which was nice um game's got a great soundtrack which is nice it's just just a lot of fun so it's another game pass game i would i would really recommend if you like kind of platformer puzzler did games. you play the first one i did not um it came out like long enough ago that I'm not sure I want to either. Um, I've heard I mean, that's it holds like up a, pretty well. I've heard that too. Um, yeah, 2005. Like it's a long yeah, time ago. It's an Xbox. It's an original Xbox yeah. game. Might be alright. I kind of want to play the VR game. There was a VR game that came in between the first one and the second one. It came out like last year. I want to say that might be kind of fun. I think it was free too, so I might give might give that a go. But it's yeah, just good. Like real clever. Um, a lot of fun. I'm enjoying that a lot. Um, I also played more Stardew Valley. We actually um, started a <laughs> started a new farm um, on the PC. So me and my wife and kid streamed a bunch of Stardew Valley during Extra Life. It was just fun. That Where's your notebook for it, it that shows who you love and what presents to give to them? And man, uh, I would be lying if I didn't say I didn't have spreadsheets. I like there's absolutely uh, spreadsheets. Yeah, it's almost as bad as a. Uh, uh, What's the space simulator that everybody plays? The MMO with all the spreadsheets? Uh, oh, man. If you hadn't said that, See, I would I had it in the top of my head, and then it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, no, real world economy, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I've actually given some pretty strong consideration uh, because EDO? there's no, no, yeah, Eve Online, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Um, I've actually given some real consideration to like making a really good set of like spreadsheets for that game because a lot of them aren't updated. They they exist online, but a lot of them haven't been updated for the uh, the new island that you can go to and um, like just making a really good one and 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 doing it. But I haven't gotten quite to that point yet. So we'll I see. Uh, like as odd as it sounds, there's like a big need for that kind of thing in games like i'm mm-hmm. in red dead um i'm like well you you know you get hides from the animals and i'm like there's i think three different people you can take the hides to but they all need the same type of hides yeah, and i'm never yeah, sure yeah. like oh crap do i need to take it to him or like i've got this one should i take it to this guy or should i take it to him and it's a pain in the ass and i'm like well i can just make a spreadsheet and i started doing it and there's so much information i'm like this isn't a spreadsheet. This needs to be like an app that I can just like click. Like yeah. I, I, there's too and many. And I'll say, I have an I have two apps for Stardew, um, and I don't think an app's the right solution either because the apps are really kind of unwieldy and they they don't work. I don't know they try and be a fancier good app, than they need to be. Yeah, yeah. I think like Google spreadsheets tend to be good because you can like pull them up on your phone pretty easy and. I don't know. I tried to do one for Red Dead, and it, I just could not get it to. There's a solution there to. somewhere, but it's not. I don't yeah. know. It's not great. Uh, and then finally, uh, I think all three of us actually played Back for Blood together. Um, stabby, stabby. I the three of us never played together though, right? Because you played nope. with us the first day, Hans, and then Colby played yeah. with us the second day. So yeah. it's uh, so Back for Blood is just literally Left for Dead. Um, after playing There's it, more bosses. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I had so we played it for probably two hours the first day and got through like the first four or five levels, and then we played it again the second day for a little bit longer and got through another like six maybe. Um, but there's a lot of levels. There's a shocking amount of levels, um, and shocking. I kind of came like the first day. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if that game's really, really for me. Um, and after the second day, I, I like it a lot more, but there are definitely things I don't like about it. Um, you, and when, when Han says there's a lot of bosses, what, what we're talking about is like special zombies. Like, so essentially like if you think of, of, uh, in the first, in Left 4 Dead or Left 4 Dead 2, things like the boomers and the, um, like the witches and, and in Left 4 Dead, those were like special characters that only came out at, at certain times. And it was like a big enough deal that I remember like the VO for your characters being very much like, Oh my God, a boomer, or, you know, Oh my gosh, there's witches around. Be quiet. You know, like it was a, it was an event in game. And in this, they're just everywhere. Um, and it was overwhelming. I, I was not a fan. Yeah. It's a lot. And, and I think the weird thing about it is though, is the game is, event-based to a degree. Um, Like, there are things that always happen, but the layout of of bad guys and the appearance of those special characters appears to be randomized. So we would play... There was a a set, a level we played where um, you kind of start out in this place and you, you walk out into this area and the first time we did it, there was a... There's some characters that you didn't see, um, Hans, that are, are called, like... 
snitches, I think. And if you don't kill them, like, immediately they, like, scream or something and they call in the horde. Oh, it's and, like the birds. Yeah, the yeah. Birds. The stupid birds, man. Oh, my God, the birds. Um, But... You know, it screamed and it so it called out a horde on us almost immediately. And it was really detrimental to our like continued progress. Like we died pretty early in that level. So then we restart and you play again. And the next time it wasn't there. So the next time it was way simpler. So it's got this kind of like kind of roguelike feel about it because it, each level is sort of random. At least the bad guys you face are sort of random. And it, it, it's it's interesting. I don't think I was hot Left on dead it. like that, too. Maybe, but I remember Left 4 Dead being, uh, I don't know, it's, it, 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 you very well may be right, but I just don't remember it as being as, I, I don't ever remember Left 4 Dead being like, I, we got wiped the first time, and then the next time it was pretty easy because we just got like the right draw of characters, yeah. and I guess part of it is you do kind of know the level better, you do kind of know that stuff better, but I don't know, it was, it was... It was weird. Um, I I really liked it. I think I like it enough to probably finish it if I can get a group of people together to play it. But I don't think I'm nearly as hot on it as Dylan is. Like, Dylan really enjoys it. um, Enough so that he beat it on casual and then is going back and playing it on the harder levels. And, like, like, I'm not wrong. It's already pretty challenging, right? Like, that game seemed difficult. I didn't think it was challenging at all. Really? Oh, no, like hey, that. Well, I, I was running around. That's when I why I said stabby, stabby, stab is because yeah. I was just literally running around stabbing people. And the only time that ever got me in trouble is like I like a someone blew up one of the big fat guys next to me and it got bile all over me. Yeah. And there was a horde. And so they got me. But like I didn't die in that. Did um, you you were only that you only played for like a half hour with us, too. Right. Yeah. So you, did you do any of like the big boss and level things? No, because those are hard. Um, we did oh. one at, like where you have to like defend a uh, bar that was first of all it was really fun like it you had to like keep a jukebox running because it attracted yeah, the board yeah, or I something heard you talking yeah about that and it was cool um, but it was really difficult I think it took us two or three times there was another one where you had to like defend some sort of building um, that took us two or three times um, definitely definitely not a cakewalk on easy but fun you know like I mean it, enjoyable. I'll play. I like I said, if I could get a group together and I can get the time to do it, I'll play it again. So yeah, I would so, play it with a group again. I won't play it solo. Well, um, and right now there's almost no reason to play it solo because yeah. you don't get any. I, like there's no progression. Progression solo play. Oh. So um, you don't get any of the achievements, and I don't think you earn any of the cards. Or maybe you don't earn the supply yeah, points or something. Um, but they're changing the supply that points. Yeah, they're changing that in December. Um, I, I, my guess is what they don't want people to do is playing it single player and just like farming the crap out of it. But I don't know why it matters either. Yeah. So I so also the I bots are it, dumb. So I, uh, I can't imagine playing it <laughs> single player. I'll probably play it single player once they fix that. Um, but uh, I I don't know. I thought that the guns felt really bad. Yeah, the gun. Um, there's almost no difference. Like I played with a couple of different assault rifles, and they all felt identical. Well, and it's it's just they don't feel like there's no heft to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just the guns didn't feel good. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna say that like I, I sure I only played it for a half hour, and I will probably play it at some point. Maybe my opinion will change, but I had 
10 times more fun playing World War Z than I did playing Back for Blood. Mm. I enjoyed I enjoyed World War Z multiplayer and solo yeah. way more than yeah. I enjoyed Back for Blood. That's fair. Yeah. I I I do think that four player co-op like like man I I'm going to sound old. Um but I have not Old is not the right word, but I'm not as into four-player co-op things as I used to be. Um, I felt the same way about Borderlands 3. Is like four people on the screen with, you know, a couple dozen bad guys is just like too much for my old... Yeah, like my old man brain just like can't keep up with it anymore. It's (laughs) just too much. There's stuff behind me. There's stuff in front of me. Things are dying. People are killing things. There's guns, you know, like it's just, it's... I think it, I, I don't think it's games. I think it's me. Like I just can't process that much stuff anymore, and so it's really hard. I think that's maybe what I liked about World War Z is that it was only two player. And no, you uh, can play four. Oh okay. well, okay. Maybe I only ever played it two player, and it doesn't player. add bots when you when you do it. Um, but even like uh, Zombie Army trilogy and Zombie Army Four, I felt was better when. Uh, when we played it like two or three player, uh, like there was just not quite as much to do. So I don't know. Back for Blood's good. I'm just not sure. I, like I said, if I can find the time and I can find the people, I wouldn't mind playing that game a couple hours a night, you know, for a couple weeks and beating it, you know, whenever. Um, yeah. I, like and it I is kind of nice. I'll probably play it at some point, but I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Like part of me. So, so zombie or um world war z just released like a hd remake oh really um yeah and it's like 30 bucks and part of me's like i don't know i just kind of rather play that again yeah it's well in world war z man the zombies in that game are so good uh-huh. like they're just and so like, good i think that's the thing too they I, there is way more and they felt better in world war z yeah, yeah. like i don't i it seems weird comparing it seems weird comparing it to Left 4 Dead because Left 4 Dead was 12 years ago, 8 years yeah. ago. Um when there's a game that came out as like a spiritual successor to that game and no one's comparing it to World War Z and I'm like, I don't know, World War Z came out like 3 years ago and everything about it to me felt better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be honest, I might enjoy Zombie Army 4 more than I enjoy Back for yeah. Blood. I, well, <laughs> At least Zombie yeah, Army 4 kind of, is like kind of weird. Like it's got that yeah. kind of like supernatural weird, yeah. you know. Hitler I don't know. Like shit. I just it, I won't say that it was bad and that I didn't enjoy it, but like there's several games that I've played that are close yeah. enough to it that I'm like, well, I enjoyed those more. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Like I was really yeah. excited for it and Dylan was so hyped on it that I thought, oh, this is going to be perfect. And, and like I said, it was it was good and I will probably beat it and like if i could say like hey every thursday we're gonna play it from seven to nine for two hours and we'll see yeah. you know we'll, we'll get it done like or you know hey thanksgiving weekend we're gonna play this you know i don't know like i could i could see that happening but i i'm not gonna play it single player like i don't enjoy it nearly enough to play it single player so all right like zombie games though like dying light i I'll, we'll probably finish that but you know that's a co-op game that's fun like i think i'd rather play something a little slower with missions that Makes sense versus the back for blood. At least you know that's my you know exactly what you said. The craziness of too much stuff on the screen. Are we just old? Is that a problem? Like we're just. I think old, so. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. 
It's okay. I my dad is uh let's see his birthday was yesterday and so he was Happy born birthday in, to dad, you don't listen yeah, to this. He does not. <laughs> my dad's let's see, he was born in fifty four, so that makes him let's say forty six, sixty seven, I guess. Um, if that's how math works. And he just hit level five hundred and one, I think, in mm-hmm. uh Fallout seventy six, which first of all, why does that game have a level cap that appears to just be freaking unlocked? I do not understand why there is a level five hundred one, but whatever. I like when I asked him, like, do the enemies scale with you? He's like, Oh, they go up to level one hundred. And I'm like, <laughs> So you're four hundred and one levels above the highest? He just goes around slapping away. (laughs) When there's legendaries, they're real hard. I'm like, they shouldn't be. Four (laughs) hundred levels above them. But anyway, there's hope for us guys. Like when we're sixty seven, we could still be playing Fallout seventy six probably, so it'll be fine. Hopefully not. Hopefully there's better games to play than Fallout seventy six. Tarkov. Tarkov. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh anyway, uh it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Played a lot of fun games. Uh, let's thank our patrons real quick. These are the Woo! fine folks who support us on Patreon. Uh, you can be one of them, too, by going to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Slipping us a few dollars. We have a one, three, seven and ten dollar tier. For instance, Hans is a patron. Thank you, Hans. We appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Sucker. Oh, wait. <laughs> He can hear us. Anyway, big shout out to our producer. Usually Cliff edits that out. um, (laughs) John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. We appreciate all of you very much for supporting us and all of the rest of our patrons like Hans because you guys make it so I don't have to pay for software, which is something I'm a big fan of. (laughs) All right. Extra life. Extra life. You guys are our Kaza. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that this is the right audience for talking about Kaza. Like, we're old know. call, maybe. <laughs> LimeWire? It was the first thing that popped in my head. I'm playing good, good a video enough. game. Fair chair. Napster. <laughs> Napster, there you go. All right, Extra Life was this weekend, and I was there, and Hans was there, Ooh. and Colby was there. It was just like the Wizard of Oz, actually. Uh, and, man, we had such a good time. We played for... 12-ish hours on Saturday and 12-ish hours on Sunday. I actually did my math wrong on Saturday. I'm like, I started it at uh, 8 and I'm at end at 8. And then like halfway through the next day, I'm like, oh, I started at 9 on Saturday. <laughs> on those kind of things, I figure it's not a test. Um, there's no one yeah. grading you. And so you just kind of aim for, I played a bunch of games. I don't know when I started and I probably played later than I normally do. And so it's all good. I, I I did I, I went for a swim on Saturday too. So <laughs> I I walked to the library and got my kid a library card, but we kind of played Pokemon Go along the way, so I counted it. Good enough for me. Good enough for me. Anyway, we had fun. Played while we had engagements. Yeah. People were talking and kept playing. Yeah. It's it's all good. It's all good. We had fun. Uh we raised three thousand eight hundred and sixty five dollars as of the last time I checked. So we are super close to $4,000. Uh, I think there's actually, I think Dylan's going to do some stuff this weekend and our friend Rich Deacon is going to do some stuff this weekend. So we're really hoping we can get that last 135 bucks and tip it into the $4,000 range. That, that'd be great. Um, so although last I checked... get a handlebar mustache. So I can get a handlebar mustache. Uh, the, the last time I checked, we were still in like the top 400 teams out of 4,000 though. We're, we're in the top 10%, which is pretty amazing considering... Like, we're just a bunch of dudes who kind of, like, thought maybe this would be cool to start because 
we could, you know, like it's not like we don't have a company behind this. We don't have it like nearly any organization whatsoever. Um, but 388. Hey. Yeah. Oh, see, that's not hey. bad. 388 is pretty dang good. Really? Um, hey but much... I'm here because of nepotism. Ah, yes. Colby's here because he has a brother, um, you know, but kind of like the, the Avengers, what we have is we have a Hans and he comes out every single year and uh, fundraises his ass off and, uh, and really, makes a make a makes a huge difference for us so thank you hans for uh everything you do because it's huge what was what was your total for this year 2700 see that's the you know we raised 3800 that's not me right that's me begging and i have friends that yeah i mean i mean riley so it's yeah he didn't put in 2700 dollars. like I, I wouldn't ask that but he's got some phenomenal i would some just phenomenal people that uh that uh, are willing to support him. And I, I personally believe, I don't, because <laughs> <laughs> I personally believe that is because Hans is a phenomenal person. He, he makes great Lies. connections and, uh, and people support what him. What does that so say about me? You, that you're a dick Colby. Everyone knows that. And you would okay. admit that. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I like Colby. <laughs> it took you until Sunday me. for his own dad to donate to him. Like that's what we're <laughs> talking about here. <laughs> oh no. I, I've told this story before, but the first time we did extra life i think is bite me like i knew a guy whose kid had had cancer had gone to the 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 hospital that i was donating to and he didn't donate to me (laughs) i thought thought that was like uh just a gimme (laughs) (laughs) that's funny uh i think this year was actually pretty hard on a lot of people she's fine by the way good glad to hear it she's in heaven now oh no (laughs) i'm just joking (laughs) uh no about childhood cancer. <laughs> Just probably why people don't donate to me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> thank you, Colby. This is the reason no one donates to you, Colby. That's that's the reason no one donates to you. All right. But I would like to take a second and uh, shout out all the people on our team because every single one of you made a difference. Um, and it just, it's... It, Extra Life is literally the highlight of, of my year. Every single year. It makes me so glad we do it. Yeah, it's not like my anniversary call or the day my kid was born or anything. No, it's extra life, man. Um, it's not your birthday. <laughs> Shoot, Brooke heard that. Uh, <laughs> oh, my kids play with me, right? I mean, I had kids to play, you know, for extra life. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. Hey, big big shout out to Hans and to my son, Carter, who... Uh, Yay, Carter. Raised some money this year. Uh, shout out to Colby. I spelled his name wrong in the notes. I think we should note that. Colby. <laughs> shout out to Megan Phillips, who uh, spent all weekend uh, playing Ori. I popped in a couple times to, to, to see that. That was fun. Uh, Alan Chulte, who I know did some fundraising, but I did not actually see him stream. I apologize, Alan. Uh, Ryan Hillberry is one of my kids' friends, and he uh, did some streaming with Carter on Saturday, raised some money. And Rich Deacon, who has not yet raised money, but he guarantees me that he will. It wasn't his fault. He had uh, family come in to, uh, to uh, the, the state uh, on that Saturday and Sunday. So he's going to do it next weekend. And I don't know if we can get together, like if I can get my stuff together, like my, my stuff, which includes finish painting my house and unpacking my boxes. Maybe I'll get Rich to come over. We'll do some couch co-op stuff uh, later in the year. It'd be fun. So 
That'd be very fun. Yeah, that's Extra Life. Again, uh, if you have not donated and you would like to, it is not too late. We accept donations through December 31st, 11, 59, 59 seconds. So, uh, and I mean, frankly, we'll take them next year too. It'll just be Extra Life 2022. But if you haven't done it yet, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life and uh, just donate to anybody. Maybe to Rich Deacon so he doesn't feel bad. Like, I don't want Rich to feel bad, you know? And plus... I do. You know, oh. Don't donate to Colby. That's my suggestion. Man... Hans is showing off his gold medal. That's pretty cool. I got one of those too. I have two of those actually. I think. What now? If you raise over a thousand dollars, Hans has got two too. Uh, Hans probably has four. <laughs> He's like Michael Phelps. He's got. Hans is getting a very very cool neon extra life sign. I'm very jealous of that. So. Yeah, it'll go in with the arcade. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be good next year. Like knock on wood. We're going to Hans's house and we're playing. It's going to be good. We're going to yeah. we're going to have an extra life weekend that you will not forget. So yeah, we'll get Vinny out here. Joe Coleslaw says he's camping in a tent in the backyard. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to stay at a hotel um, because I'm bougie. <laughs> I'm old. I'm I'm not sleeping your kid on a floor. Has an office. <laughs> there are no there are no bougie hotels in Bloomington. I got to tell well, you. Well, I mean, I'm not that bougie. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the hampton and the you know that's about it hampton is good enough for me man if it's good enough for hampton like are they named after the fred hampton i fred see. hampton <laughs> i mean they own the he founded the so. black panthers and a chain of hotels I makes sense to me makes sense to me yeah. as long as they got beds and indoor showers i'm probably fine it'll be it'll be good so I'm excited, and I'm way closer now, so it'll be a, a far closer drive than like the 32 hours it was from Seattle. So, all right, who's gonna say news? News! Dang, that was good. That was very good. Have you turned up a little too high? All right, news. Uh, so Ubisoft. <laughs> do you remember how they promised to fix all of their problems? How they were gonna? Stop? Did they? Of course they did. Um. <sighs> Boring games problem or one of the other problems? Uh, there are other problems. Um, the demands okay. of the uh, of a better Ubisoft, which is a group of people uh, within Ubisoft trying to make it better, are they want... Did they just fire them? <laughs> Probably. They want Ubisoft to stop promoting and moving known offenders from studio to studio, team to team, with no repercussions. This cycle needs to end. Two, they want a collective <laughs> seat at the table to have a meaningful say in how Ubisoft as a company moves forward from here. Three, they want cross-industry collaboration to agree on a set of ground rules and processes that all studios can use to handle these offenses in the future. And four, this collaboration must heavily involve employees in non management position and union representatives and those things seem fair <laughs> i just enjoy like i don't know when you get to your point as a company you're like let's see the things that our employees want are the same things that the catholic church and the boy scouts have been asked of that's that's not good <laughs> it's not good at all it's not good at all um so a hundred days ago uh better ubisoft uh put out an open letter signed by a large percentage of the people in the company. And um, so far, none of those demands have been met. And in fact, they really just don't want to talk about it. It's They fired like three people. Isn't that enough? <laughs> um, so if, uh, if you think that that is something that uh, maybe would be fair for a video game company or 
your company. Like, I think that I've worked at a number of companies that <laughs> would have benefited from those four things as well. Uh, what I would suggest is you go to our show notes and uh, there'll be a link there to a petition that these uh, fine folks at A Better Ubisoft are asking people to sign. So I don't know how that's doing. I, I signed it. Um, it's a Google form. So I guess there is, it's not, it's not like a moveon.org form. So I can't like see how many people have signed it. But uh I'm not a firm believer that petitions work, but maybe in this case they will. I, I would like to uh, I would like to to think that maybe it'll make some impact, but it's a it's a it's a tough thing because like really it feels like this should be a situation where you vote with your wallet, but like it's a situation where voting with your wallet's very bad for those people whose jobs hinge on video game selling. So. Oh, uh, we didn't meet our cue, you know, for earnings. Guess we just better fire a certain subset of people. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. The, it's not union busting. If it's... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Ubisoft's still a trash fire. Blizzard's still a trash fire. Riot's still a trash fire. Like... There's a lot of trash fires in this industry. What do you do? I, I mean, apparently nothing, probably. Uh, in better news, um, I don't want to like milkshake duck this because it's <laughs> it's it's always a problem. Microsoft does not appear to be a trash fire, except for some of the terrible things they do. Um, they do some terrible, terrible things, but it don't doesn't appear look that, into their military contracts. Don't They're fine. Look into their, I just had to look up Milkshake Duck. That's crazy. Really? We're yeah, old, Hans. It's okay. That. Wow. It's okay. Um, My favorite every, sentence this year has been the construction cat has been milkshake ducked. <laughs> Or the ant, the I can't remember. It was the the construction kit turned out to be anti union. <laughs> oh. um, in case you're wondering, I believe every single uh, person that the Game Awards has ever nominated for Streamer of the Year, um, or like Streaming Personality of the Year, has very quickly milkshake ducked um, almost every single year. So, meh. Um, if, I guess if you don't know what that is, if you're Hans, um, do you do you have like a definition pulled up there, Hans? Oh, I did. Crap. Control Shift R. Bring it right back. Control Shift. Nah, it didn't do it. No. Hold on. I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Zoom. Know Your Meme says a milkshake duck is an internet slang term referring to representation of a viral internet star who is briefly adored by the public prior to the discovery of their distasteful or offensive past. <laughs> the whole internet loves milkshake duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you the duck is racist. <laughs> I, I, did, I did not know the duck. I didn't know the history behind it. I knew what it meant, but I love that. I regret to inform you that milkshake duck is racist. Who um, was it that came up with it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I just closed the window. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. I think it, I think it was pixelated boat, but I'm not sure on that. Oh, one. that's good stuff. That's oh, that was who the tweet was. So yes, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Microsoft. I'm sure that they do terrible things, but so far, with the exception of founder Bill Gates, and end world hunger. Yeah, right. You know, in seconds. Yeah. Be or, besides yeah. founder Bill Gates, I don't know if anyone there on a large scale has been accused of sexual harassment. Just, just founder Bill Gates. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Xbox as a. Can I accuse what's his name for that dance he did at the Xbox? Yeah, Steve Wozniak. Freaking Whitley. Yeah. yeah. Who? Yeah. Was it Wozniak? No, it was Phil. uh, No, uh, God, what? The bigger guy. Uh, There was the dance he did, and it was terrible. Yeah. Like the Xbox or or Windows ninety five or. Oh, uh, the guy who does the EMP, right? Uh. Maybe no, that was was that an Apple guy? I don't remember. It does not matter. But yes, yes, you absolutely can. Man, don't get rich. That's that's the moral of the story. It was Steve Ballmer dancing at the Windows ninety five yeah, launch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he gets crazy at all the different things. Yeah, I accuse him. Microsoft. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Xbox seems like a fine subsidiary so far. We'll see. <laughs> Phil Spencer, Milk Jake Ducks tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I love their uh I love their kind of forays into inclusivity. I love their forays into accessibility, and that's uh one of the things we're going to talk about. So Forza Horizon 5 contains a new feature that I've never seen in any other video game. Cutscenes um not right now, but in like the next month are going to have a both the option to turn on an ASL American Sign Language Interpreter, and a BSL, British Sign Language Interpreter, um, on all cutscenes. And I've seen video of it, or pictures of it. It is literally just like a little person doing sign language in the corner. Um, Colby is very... Colby Colby just milkshake duck. This is being live-streamed, Colby. (laughs) Anyway. My question... in the chat later what I thought. My question is... Like, I think this is great. I think it's fantastic. I think, like, super people seem really excited about it. Um, but don't they also have subtitles? I mean, they do, because I can see this picture here where there's a sign language interpreter on the screen and they have subtitles. And the only, the only explanation I've had so far was for my wife. And I'm not saying she's wrong. She's very smart. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that her explanation was is that people who sign as a primary way of talking, um, like sign language is not like a one-to-one with the written word. And so for them, it may make more sense to see someone signing what it says versus them reading it. And that is absolutely positively possible. What I'm looking at, Colby, is you... Brooke is an authoritative source. Um, We should cite her on Wikipedia. I'm going to go add her to Wikipedia right now. Um, Anyway, Cole, really who I'm leaning on now is you with your year, year of high school American Sign Language Mm -hmm. knowledge. First of all, I did not know that you knew any sign language. Um, I don't. I also took a year of German. I don't know German either, Cliff. I took four years of Spanish. I can only say, help me, Jesus, I'm on fire. Please, go ahead. Ayúdame, Jesus. Estoy un fuego. <laughs> That's helpful at Red Iguana. You just run in there. Maybe they'll throw a burrito at you or mm, something. Some mole. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So so do you think do you think Brooke's reasoning tracks? Does that make sense? I mean... Uh, sh- I, I don't know. I didn't hear it, Cliff. Like, literally, there was just like this pause where you could hear... No, no, no. Her reasoning is Charlie Brown. No, no, no. Her reasoning was is that that they you know ASL as a as a language is different than the written word. Like they they you know it is different for it sure. Is. Does that make sense? I mean, not to me, but also I can hear. So yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. you know, like I I 
you know what I mean? Like all, I all I'm really me. hoping, what I'm really really hoping is that whoever they got to do the the sign language is like the. Have you ever seen the lady who signs for? Oh, like rap concerts? Yeah, like rap concerts. I was it's thinking so awesome. Specifically, um, oh, that white rapper from Slim Shady. Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. Have you ever seen the lady who signs for Eminem? She's uh-huh. incredible. Uh-huh. Um, if you've never seen, if you've never seen that, just like search. I don't know. Eminem sign language lady. She's amazing. So Brooke has something to add. She's here. I just was going to tell you the reason it's for people who were born deaf versus people who were. Um, who became oh. deaf because somebody who was born deaf has no idea how to sound out. How do you explain what the letter A sounds like? <laughs> Valid. I saw the miracle oh, worker. The, the reading is they have to memorize the words. It's, it's more of it's like sight words when you're little. You learn all oh. your words that way. There is no sounding it out and making and connections to other words. Fair enough. But I don't. That I, makes that complete sense. As makes the, sense to me. Uh, thor- authority on ASL having been in it and mostly studied the girl in front of me um it sounds right to me all right fair enough so you know where the first game i saw that in was you've seen it in avengers uh, yeah they have like uh, so, like in cutscenes. So, yeah in a, well it was just in in like the first cutscene. there was a person off the side doing real asl it was it was actually built into the game not like an overlay interesting so like so like, it, and it wasn't even a cutscene. It was like there was. It actually stopped me in my tracks. There was like a presentation on the stage that someone was giving in the very beginning of the Avengers. Yeah, um, I remember. And that. yeah, and this the lady was on the side of the stage. I was like, holy crap, that's neat. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's cool. I, I mean, like like I said, I'm all for anything that makes video games more accessible to more people. Like I think that's anyone. That's fantastic. Yeah. So more pe- everyone should play video games. Well. Um. There's some people that we should not let play video games, but it's not because I don't want them to be accessible to them. Um, I, I don't want them to be like, accessed how, what are your by feelings them. Feelings on ethics and journalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Nintendo is still discussing what might its next console be after the Switch. So uh, Nintendo is actually saying right now. So the Switch has been out what for six years four years four years a number of years four i years, i don't I remember when the switch came out we can look it up switch release oh, 2017 date i want to say march 3rd 2017 you win colby so in about four months the switch will have been out for five years um and nintendo is saying right now that that will uh that we're about at the halfway point of its uh of its life so they expect the switch to uh be around until like 2027 which I mean, I don't think precludes like a Switch Pro necessarily, but they're not going to release the Switch 2 until for about five years. And I think that part of this is probably because of the pandemic and um, the the like semiconductor problems they're having. Um, we're going to talk about that in a second, but I think that's interesting. I, I think the advice we gave last week to... Oh man, I wish I could remember her name, but I can look it up because I believe in the power of the internet. The advice we gave, gave to Miss Happy Childhood, who was nice enough to stop by our live stream on Saturday, uh, was that absolutely get a Switch now. Um, you know, and if we're talking, you know, if you're interested in a Switch and they're saying that, you know, you got five years left, that means you've had five years of great games to come out and another five years of great games to come out in the future. Um, and we're seeing some cool stuff too, like um, the Kingdom Hearts games are coming to the Switch, but you're going to stream them. You're not going to. Uh, 
you're not going to have to actually play those. So I think that there's I think there's some legs there on that system, which is good. Um, the the flip side of this is that Nintendo had to reestimate the number of switches they were going to sell in the next year because they just can't get parts for them. Um, they they redid their estimates from 30 million, which is a whole lot of systems for a system that's already sold. I don't know, 90 million uh, down to 24 million. And they're also saying that just because the OLED is the new one is not necessarily mean that they're going to put all their resources into it. Resources into it. They think that they have three distinct systems. They've got their original Switch, they have the Switch OLED, and they have the Switch Mini? Is that Light. what it's called? Switch Lite. Light. Um, and that each of those serves a different audience. And so they're not going to... like. It's not going to be like you won't be able to buy a Switch Lite because they're pushing everything into the Switch OLED. They want to keep stock in all of those so that people who want a smaller Switch can get one. I think that's interesting. What do you guys think? Are it, is that a good, is like another five years so of Switch too much? people who want an inferior Switch can get one. I so I like the way the Switch Lite feels, honestly. Like the way it holds in my no, hand. No, I was talking about the OLED to the other one. That's fair, yeah. yeah people don't want to save 50 bucks. The amount of time and the, the what looks to me to be a pretty poor network stack in the Nintendo Switch's um, programming, you know, when you download something, it takes a lot longer Long than time. it should for your yeah, home internet, yeah, yeah. Um, especially knowing what my home internet can do with gig fiber. I worry that they're going to have to really do something for streaming games, right? That like, oh my God. They've been doing it for... Four or five years. Like this is not the the Kingdom Heart game is not the first one they've done. Um, Resident Evil Seven really? okay. was streamed only. Um, I want to say there was another game or two that was streamed only, and like I've I've never done it, so I can't say whether it works or not. But I mean, they're doing it again, so it must have worked well enough to. But yeah, no, I I think that the the reality is is I mean, you could say that about their online thing. Like, <laughs> Well, they've added to it, so it must be working just fine. Very valid. Oh, uh, you guys talked about the N64. I think you did a little bit. Yeah. That makes me so mad. It's bad, and like, what makes it worse is um, you can't, you're not going to be able to buy the N64 controller for the Switch until next year. They sold out of them. They're like, oops, sorry. Again. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Um, Whatever. My only concern with that is that to begin with, you had a, a less powerful system yeah. in the Switch. Um, so basically what you're saying is that something that is less powerful than an original Xbox that came out in 2013, I believe. Are they, are they less powerful than an original Xbox? I think so. An original Xbox One, I believe so. Oh, Xbox. Okay. Oh, Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think came out in 2013? The OG Xbox? Anyway. Yeah. So an Xbox. Um, that something is going to go until 2027? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, to me, it probably really has to do with the type of games that get released on it. And I think that this time around, you're not you're not seeing the switch get the call of duties and the other things. Like it doesn't really seem to matter. Um, and they're selling like hotcakes, you know, you, you figure another year or two, you put uh, breath of the wild two out on it. Um, all the indie games are going to it that don't require a lot of oomph to it. You know I mean? Like indie games these days seem to be a lot of 
you know, I think that has more to do with buying dev kits. Their dev kits are super, super cheap. cheap. Yep, agreed. Um, Though they're not really that as cheap as I thought they'd be. Aren't they like five hundred? Uh, yeah, well, mostly that I I assumed it was because their dev cheaps were so much cheaper than everything else, and it turns out that it's not really a couple very, hundred dollars cheaper. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think it, it really has to do more with like the ecosystem of the Switch too. Like yeah. people games people play games like, oh, that game would be perfect on the Switch. Like I, I don't know how often people say, Oh, that game would be perfect on the Xbox. Like you know. So the funny thing is, is I am a person who constantly says, like, oh, that'd be a perfect game for the Switch. And then, and never then plays I it. buy it on the Switch and go, mm. and then I buy it on the Xbox and beat it. Yeah, same. Same. Absolutely. Um, so Megan in our chat actually asks an interesting question. She's first of all says, do you think that um, we'll ever get the ability to stream Twitch on the, on the switch? And I, I did not know that you couldn't stream Twitch on the switch. And that is absolutely shocking to me. Like I can stream Twitch on my like Amazon fire stick. I don't understand why I can't stream Twitch on my switch. That's super weird. Um, I wonder if they worry about the content and t- like if, someone streaming you know inappropriate content on their a hundred percent switch that's you know yeah no hot dub streamers on your uh, on your switch yeah exactly i bet you that's what that could thinking. be that's super weird to me though like super weird uh she also asks do you think uh we'll someday be able to plug our headsets and chat via it instead of having to use the phone app and now i think they're i, I want to say yes but dumbest thing ever they're so down far down that path and if if they didn't fix it after people were like, hey, this is the dumbest thing in the entire world. They're not going to fix it now. Although, although they did just, you know, enable Bluetooth on it after five years. So uh, maybe we should not say never. Um, but golly, I just it's... I want to go back to my PlayStation Portable. Golly, it's dumb. Yeah, you know, I, I, my Vita. I um, am just very much looking forward to my uh, Steam thing what are, what are they called <laughs> I, I pre-ordered one i don't remember what they're called the, the steam my steam thing i'm excited about my steam thing and it's only like a couple months away now so like they told me quarter one so like I, next four months it, I'm, I'm getting a steam is thing the steam thing portable yeah yeah it's it's like it's like a switch ish i'm going to look at the steam thing i, I do i can't remember what they're called i whatever the, the steam deck ah the steam deck yes that's right oh yeah it is that's yeah it's like a switch but you can play steam games on it so i don't know I don't think I realized that was portable. That's fancy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited about it. All right, let's see. What are we talking about next? We are talking about uh, a new movie that was announced. So I, I, I think we asked Colby, your opinion on Chris Pratt as uh, as Super Mario. Was that a yay or a nay? It was a nay. Yeah, same. How about you, uh, how about you Hans? Yeah, I, I'm really done with Chris Pratt at this point. <laughs> Like I am so beyond like his his he's milkshake ducked for me. Dude dude did not have a good weekend. <laughs> we'll just say that. No, I mean, well he's just there's so many things like he you know uh, well not to go TMZ, but you know, I just like I need Parks and Rec fat 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 brat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he, he seems to have gone like ultra religious and kind of and I don't I don't know about the weekend yet, so now I'm gonna have to go read about the weekend, but like Everything has like he's now in Garfield. They announced <laughs> Garfield and Mario and Lego Movie and Jurassic Park and Marvel and I mean there are other actors out there that yeah he's he's fine. Um, I think yeah like I actually 
I, I can't decide. I can't. What do you think is the worst casting? Him as Garfield or him as Super Mario? Because I think they're both really bad, but I can't decide which is worse. So I think the only reason that we can say that uh, he's bad as Garfield is that... Uh, uh, Bill Murray's still alive? Well, I mean, but he might not want to do it. H. John Benjamin is still alive. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I, like, he would be great. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that casting at all. And I guess, like, maybe the only reason I think that uh, it, it's slightly better is because I'm still in my head. I imagine that Chris Pratt, when he does Mario, is going to be doing, like, a fake Italian accent. It's a me, yeah. Mario. That's, and so there are, like, amazing Italian actors that could do this, right? right. And actually have the accent for real. I mean, it's, it's this weird, like, but do we want like I mean, do we want um I don't know Michael Imperioli playing Mario? Yes, I want to percent what that would be the best thing ever. Do yeah, I Adrian. want Robert De Niro? As, Did you say De Niro? As, <laughs> De Niro. Yes, Robert yes. De Niro is Mario. Yes, I would like Robert. You'd De Niro have to change it. He's an he's a method actor, Cliff. <laughs> All right. I, I guess I'm saying there are many actors that could do it much better than so Chris. So much better. And, I yeah. I will accept, and I don't even know uh, Al Pacino, but like Yelly Al Pacino yeah. as Mario. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, what, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, he, he seems like the uh, uh, wait is, is the, one of the he's one of the bad guys from uh, Home Alone. Is that who I'm thinking? Joe Pesci? Yeah, yeah. With Joe Pesci? I can see... Oh, can we play... Can we have Joe Pesci as his character from Goodfellas mm-hmm. as Mario? Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, anyway, this is a really long way to get to the fact that Seth Rogen is going to be... Um, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. And I think that's good. But there's also a solely, solo yeah, Donkey Kong movie. <laughs> and, and do you think do you think Seth Rogen is a good Donkey Kong? Because I'm, I'm okay yes. with that, I think. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. Hans is shaking his yeah. head. No, I'm sick of Seth Rogen and everything. For God's sakes! <laughs> but I mean, what is what has Seth Rogen really done recently? He's oh, mostly I just, been producing. I, I was watching the latest like season of Big Mouth, and he starts showing up in that. Like yeah. he just shows up everywhere, and I just want him to. I don't know. I yeah, he's just. I don't know who else I would. What, choose what you're saying is so is fine. that there are more actors than the four that constantly get it put in every single. Uh, it sure seems that way. I mean, I think it's always that way, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this uh, is not like oh, yeah. Look at Harrison Ford back in the day; he was every action movie, and I get that. But man, come on. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think. I did not know he was an executive producer on The Boys. I like The Boys a lot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. I, but yeah, and that's why he was in. He also, I believe, was executive producer on Invincible, which is why he was in it. Oh, yes. sure. Yeah. And that's I'm okay with, right? He, th- those projects where he's putting like money into it and saying, hey, this is a cool comic book. I want to bring like that's where Seth Rogen should be using his power, right? Not Donkey Kong. Yeah, I, I, I uh, I'm okay with it, but I, I don't disagree. Like there are so many other actors that could do things. I agree. That's not bad. Who? I don't know. I'm just saying there are other actors in this world. Like, I just like, I mean, the thing is, is I think with Mario and stuff is you don't necessarily want, I mean, you've got the guy who voices Mario. Yeah. He's right there, but he can't open a movie yeah, at the box can't. office. Um, Jack and, you know, Black is as Donkey Kong. Well, he's no better choice well, than Seth Rogen, but yeah. Oh, no. He, as Donkey Kong, he should be like Mario. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I can, like, I can essentially, Chris Pratt is just doing a Jack Black impression. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in his, you know, kind of thing. Like, I think that he's very much just like, oh, like Jack Black. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. 
Whereas Jack Black would be better in everything Man, like voice that I love Jack Chris Black Pratt in, is in yeah. Jumanji so much. Like he's so good in that. Uh anyway, enough of that. Minecraft. Uh Han- I played a little of that this weekend. Yeah, it's it's all right. You know, it's not it's not really my thing, but that's okay. Like I I'm glad people enjoy it. Like that's really that's really what matters to me. Um I don't know if I like I personally have not had this problem. Hans does not strike me as the type of person who's had this problem either, but I've had friends who uh, like their kids like, hey, I want Minecraft. <laughs> this sounds like an erectile dysfunction thing. That was going to bring up. It hadn't happened to me. Like, I just want to get that out of the way. Not happened to me. Some friends of mine, though, um, just I don't know. Sometimes just it just doesn't, you know, I, I'm I don't thinking, know. but not me, not me. Friends. I'm thinking about getting two bathtubs for my back porch so like we can just sit out on the bathtubs at night and like watch the sunset, watch the birds fly over, mm-hmm. you know, the retaining pool until the mosquitoes come out and then in which case we'll have to go back inside. But um no, I've had some friends who kids have wanted Minecraft and they end up accidentally buying the Java version um which is vastly incompatible with the bedrock version um, of Minecraft. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's not a huge deal, but, you know, you pay 25 bucks for one and have to pay 25 bucks to get the other one if your kids want to play with their friends on the Xboxes, that kind of thing. Uh, the good news is, is Minecraft is now a single unified launcher. So with the release of Minecraft on the PC via Game Pass, there is now a, a single launcher. And then at startup, you can choose whether you want to launch Minecraft Java, which is the one you can play with mods and all that hoo-ha, or Minecraft Bedrock, which is the one that you can play with your friends on their iPads. Um, and it's just nice to not, like, other people like me who are old, um, who also have erectile dysfunction, um, sometimes <laughs> get confused when their kids say they want things. And uh, it's it's nice to just make those things a little bit easier. Um, is that how you end up with the Asylum movies? I think like- so. <laughs> I believe so. We got Cars Life. <laughs> I, I I think that is probably how that happens. So it's a little thing, but it's a nice thing. Again, Microsoft making everybody's life easier. Don't look into their military contracts. <laughs> Except for developing nations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine, but everything about that. Okay. So Twitch. Hans, Twitch streamer. Twitch.tv slash Mansox. I suggest you yes. go uh, watch him, support him, subscribe to him. He, uh, he donates a lot of that money to Extra Life. So, you know. All of that He money. donates yeah. all of that money to Extra Life. So any, any you know, if you have a Twitch Prime subscription, you give it to Hans. That's like giving that free $5 that uh, Amazon gives you. You give it to Hans. He gives it to Extra Life. So there's no reason you shouldn't go follow. What, what days do you stream, Hans? Tuesdays and? Uh, no, we switch Sundays and Wednesdays. Sundays until, and Wednesdays. Until um, summer. Unfortunately, um I don't watch Hans anymore because I didn't realize that he starts at like 7.30 at night Eastern time. I used to watch him like when I was working and then I'm like, shoot, I'm watching TV by the time Hans starts streaming. So whatever. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Twitch adding a new category exclusively for animal streams. This has nothing to do with video games, but it has something to do with Twitch and I love it. Uh, they've added a new st- uh, a new like category for like zoos and aquariums and stuff that that want to stream their animals and it's like the best thing in the entire world so if you uh if you go out there right now you can they're they're doing like a bunch of um like themed days so like for instance uh let's see today's the ninth these all happened in the past i'm sorry you missed all of them but if you go look at the uh <laughs> i apologize in theory in theory if you go look at the animals aquariums and zoos 
tag. Um, the tag is a capybara with a duck on its head. Like nothing gets better than that. Twitch is Twitch is better. That's all I'm saying. Twitch is better. All right, someone uh, someone asked Vinny a question. Hello, Vinny. Govnus, what's your question? All right, so Vinny's question um, is one that Colby and I aren't going to answer. Uh, nope. <laughs> he says, since we're getting closer to the end of the year, what game came out this year that is your personal game of the year? And what's a game that you play that may have not come out this year that is your game of the year this year? We will do a game of the year podcast. Um, Hans may or may not be on it. He was on it last year, so who knows? It could happen again this year. I'll, I'll answer this question, but not with the things that I want to talk about. Okay, that's fair. Colby, why don't you How go first? That? While Hans okay, thinks about no, what the answer go. to his question is. Okay, um, so the my favorite game that I've played this year, probably Red Dead 2, because I love that game. Fair. Um, game that did not come out this year that uh, I played that I really liked, uh, Stranger Things Stranger Things 3. Oh, we really enjoyed that game. We're going to talk about it a little, little bit later in the news. Yeah. The, the, the small but bites those, news. Those will not, those will not be my uh, answers. Fair enough. What, uh, do, you, do you have a, a game that came out this year that you love, Hans? I very much enjoyed, and I'm not sure if anyone ever actually played it. It's called Breath Edge. Oh, that sounds super familiar. Oh, yeah, no, I've got it. Uh, it's a Subnautica it was, clone, but in space. It, it's more than Subnautica. I, that's what that's what brought me to it. Yeah. But it's, a, it's funny. It's... And there's there's a lot more to it than Subnautica, right? So it, it's a... It, and I'm not going to give anything away, I, but it I is I don't know. A, I put, like... 150 hours between the two Subnauticas. Okay, well, I put... I mean, so this is one of those games I, you know, it took me about 50, 60 hours to beat, but I enjoyed every single minute of it. I've yeah. never heard of this game. I've I've got it. I actually bought it, um, and then it went on to Game Pass, and I need to play it, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Like, seriously, play it. It, yeah. was, it was fun. I actually have thought about playing it over again, except it wouldn't be as fun, but it's still super fun. Well, it, um, Colby says it's on Game Pass and it is 35% off right now on Steam. So you heard it from Hans first. Go buy it. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, and didn't come out this year, my favorite game of the yeah, year. Yeah, game you played this year that Far. didn't come out this year. Cycle <laughs> Frontier, it'll come out next year. I want to, <laughs> I, it's... <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that game is a, so far very good. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. A game that came out uh, this year that I've played and enjoyed. Um, you know, this is a game. I don't I don't think this game actually came out this year. I think it came out maybe last. Oh, no, it did come out this year. Um, it's a game that I've only played once, but I greatly enjoyed. We were going to play it for Extra Life, and we did not because we just never will kind of get it all together. But I, I want to try and do a night where we play it. Um between now and the end of the year um and it's called what the dub and it's like a jackbox style game where you watch a uh like a scene from a b movie like these are all like public domain movies and then it'll um stop and you have to like type in what you think the character would have said next and it's i mean obviously you want it to be funny or clever or disgusting or whatever um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. The very game. similar. And then it, it I, plays the, the thing and then it like a robot reads what your your text is and then people get to vote. It's it's a lot of fun. So what the dub is is probably a, a very good so choice. Only Cliff will get this, but can I do the lines from the um, the haunted house in uh, I Think You Should Leave? Yes, you absolutely should. Absolutely should. <laughs> 
I've, I thought you said this was an adult tour. <laughs> you can't change the, the rules. rules. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. that I, I know that short. It's good stuff. Uh, I would say, let's see, a game I played this year that did not come out this year. Um, did Torchlight 3 come out this year? Mm, it was close year. to it. Yeah, I don't. I, that might have been a last year game. Let's see. It released, yeah, October 13th last year. Um, I'm not done with that game, and it is... It's it's a little mediocre, but it's uh, it's a, like sometimes you want a game that you just sit down and click on things and they die, and then you click on more things and they die, and then you pick up a sword and you use that sword to click on more things and they die, and Torchlight Three is absolutely good for that. Like it's it's not it's not it's not going to win any awards. It's not not nearly as good as Torchlight One or Two, but you know what? It's it's absolutely fine and it's on Game Pass. So like, still better than Diablo. Mm, no, it's not. Um, but <laughs> but that's fine. Um, it and, and don't play it on a console. Like the console version. That I'll tell you, Hans. The big difference between Torchlight Three and Diablo Three is Diablo Three is amazingly good on the Xbox, and Torchlight Three is trash on the Xbox. Um, oh Diablo. But you know, what game you should play. No, Victor Vron. Yeah, I've heard that's good. I should I should give that a go. I should give that a go. So there are your non-answers to your questions, Vinny. There will be a Game of the Year episode probably more in the like December area of uh, of time. So I, I don't know when. We'll say the 14th or the 21st. That that seems more more Game of the Year-y. Uh, next question. Prime Fan wants to know, uh, what are your thoughts on Forza Horizon 5 versus Horizon 4, and how do you think they improved? None of us have played that, and he said he was fine with it. Um so what do you what do you think? Okay, next question. Yeah, what do you think oh. the difference? What what's your favorite part about Forza Horizon Five? Call if you know nothing about it. Um, I enjoy the uh the topless biking aspect. Love that. Um, that they they really merged um the BMX Triple X and Forza Five seamlessly. Absolutely. Um, they said it couldn't be done, and it shouldn't be done. But they were wrong. They were wrong. I agree. Um, the thing I like most about Forza Horizon 5, and I'm making an assumption here, is Forza Horizon 4 was set in the UK, which meant that you had to r- drive on the wrong side of the road all the time, which I found very confusing. Um, and I'm not sure if that's actually true or not. I mean, I know it was set in the UK, but I really don't remember if you had to drive the wrong side of the road or not. Um, but I think you did. And I'm happy. I don't think you did. Uh, maybe not. Um, but in my head, you do. Uh, Maybe you did. I don't I know. I can't remember. Forza Horizon 4, I think, is set in... Mex- 5? Is set in Mexico, maybe? I-, I don't know. I believe... Is everything orange like it is in movies yes. and not in real life? <laughs> I believe so. Uh, I like that better. How about you? Have you you've, have you played Forza Horizon 4, Hans? I have... Oh, 4, yes, for sure. Uh, in 5, I appreciated how they added the farting lemurs. Ah, oh, I love farting lemurs. The sound is perfect. Apparently... Like they captured it. If you- They sent out a team to Madagascar to capture farting lemurs so that they could put that in the game. It's amazing what they'll do for they the realism. Great job. Those microphones were wonderful. I went to the internal. Oh no. I went to super the dumb. Royal Botanical Society Zoo in uh, England and they have you Get it Cliff, you're fancy. Super fancy. Super fancy. Uh I 
they have a, a lemur exhibit there where the lemurs are just like free. You know how like some some zoos have like a butterfly exhibit. They just let you in and the butterflies hang around. They have a lemur exhibit that way. Like the lemurs just hang out and you can hang out with them. I've sat like a foot and a half away from a lemur and it was maybe one of the greatest experiences of my life. So, so when when you do play five, you'll be the one that can answer how true to life the farting lemurs exactly, are. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I'm just excited for Forza. I downloaded it yesterday. It's 104 gigs, which is it's all, a lot, but I'm excited to play it. Lot, lot, of, lot, of, lot of space, though. Uh, oh, hey, Mansox has a question. Would you like to answer it or ask it? What was your favorite part of Extra Life? <sighs> Man, there's so many, like... I, I actually, so this is probably the first year that uh, Brooke has really spent a lot of time actually participating in Extra Life. Um, she's always around during Extra Life, um, but she doesn't uh, she doesn't actually play with us. And she, I, she probably played with us for four or five hours this week, year. It was a lot of fun. We, we played a lot of Stark, uh, Stardew Valley. And uh, actually, you know, I forgot to talk about, can, I, can we like rewind like no. an hour and a half and talk about uh, It Takes Two? <laughs> so it's take two is a really uh, a really unique game um it is co-op only you have to play it co-op um and the story is it's about uh, a couple who are having marital problems the wife um has a job as i want to say like an engineer um and so she's working all the time and it's all about how women shouldn't be in the workplace it is, right? it is not um oh, oh. And, you know, she's never at home and it's affecting um, kind of their life. Her husband doesn't understand her, uh, you know, doesn't understand, you know, all these things. Um, and so they, they've they decided they're going to get a divorce. And their daughter hears them talking about it, like, through an open window. And their daughter, for reasons I don't understand, had two little, like, voodoo dolls of them. Uh, and she was really sad and she cries. Her tears land on the voodoo dolls. And as happens in video games they get trans they're 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 you know they the, the dolls come to life and uh are, are in their house and there's like a, a book of love that i think is played by antonio banderas it's not actually antonio banderas but it was someone who saw his performance as um the cat in uh the shrek movies and was like that's the that's the the one we're gonna do and it kind of leads them through these these quests and, and the entire concept of the game Puss is and boots came out 10 years ago this last week? Man, I'm old. Um, the entire concept of the game is that you have it's to learn how to cooperate. You have to learn how to trust each other. Like, the entire thing is essentially rebuilding this couple's marriage um, through through the, playing this video game. Uh, Do the souls of the people get pulled into the yeah, dolls? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's good. It's actually really good, and it's not nearly as kind of cheesy as it sounds. You sound, it's good, actually. I really I, enjoyed it. I was it. kind of hesitant because I thought it might be goofy. I know that it sold a ton of copies um, and that people have really enjoyed it, but I'm like, it could be whatever. Um, my only complaint about it is it's a game that is clearly... Like, Colby and I could play this game together, but I'm not sure the, like rebuilding our marriage would be as uh <laughs> as impactful if it was me and Colby playing it together. It's really a great game to play with your spouse. Um and the 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 bummer part not to heal your broken marriage. I was going to say I, I don't really actually need to heal like my marriage is great. I think <laughs> I I'm sure, pretty sure well. it is. We'll see when we get the back. 
<laughs> we'll, see, we'll see when we get the bathtubs in the backyard if it gets better. Um, but your friend, your friends, my when friends, they get bathtubs. Them. Yeah, my friends, friends. bathtubs. Um, but uh, it really. It really seems like the perfect game to play with your spouse. And unless your spouse is also a gamer, um, they're going to have a very difficult time playing it. It's uh, There's a lot of, like, it's a it's a fully 3D environment, third-person game. And so, like, Brooke did awesome um, for most of it. But some of the boss fights were very, very hard. And there's... But her, her tiny woman brain just couldn't couldn't do... Just couldn't figure out how, right to, how to move finger. and move a camera at the same time. I um, know. It's... And there's it's a problem now. It's share. a game that abs. How's our women viewership now? It's really high. You should stop. You should oh. just stop now. Oh. Oh. Um, no, it uh, it's a game that really felt like it. And maybe you know, I didn't actually check to see if it had better accessibility settings. But it's a game that felt like it absolutely should have popped up at the first and said like, "Hey, man, do you need us to turn on like?" things to make it so you can't die do you need to you know because some of the boss battles are very difficult um and we made it through a bunch of them and then we got to one where we just couldn't beat it and like i think it's a game that we actually do want to continue playing but i might have to like sub in my kid for some of the the boss battles because they're just hard they're just hard. <laughs> we're gonna repair a broken marriage kid <laughs> exactly exactly anyway it takes two it's on game pass it's great i, I would really recommend you playing it um then like i said play it with your spouse especially if you have a broken marriage especially if you have a broken marriage it may be the thing like video games can save marriages colby that's what i'm saying like they can video games are miracles miracles um so are magnets they can't help with your erectile dysfunction, but they may make it so that you can talk to your spouse. They may it. make it so you just don't care. Maybe your friends, maybe your, you'll, your friends can talk. Maybe about you'll it. channel all that energy into playing video games, um, and it just won't matter anymore. Uh, that was my favorite part of Extra Life. Hans, what was your favorite part of Extra Life? <laughs> Where you healed your broken marriage. Yep, absolutely. I'm not sure I can top that. Uh, you know, I just. I didn't expect to answer this question, so I have no good answer. Um, the, you know, yeah, I like, you know, I said before, the support was incredible. Yeah. Um, but really, just playing, you know, with everyone, you know, we had Ruby over and Logan and Walt and just a big family time. Yeah, we, all we do is play video games for two days straight. It was, that was the best great, part. It's great, right? And when we can get back and actually do this for real and have the arcade open again, it will be. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Cole, what was your favorite part of Extra Life? The part where you healed your broken oh, marriage. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I played video games on the weekend, which is pretty much what I do every weekend. My favorite part is so, when Dad finally got around to donating to you. I mean, I sent him a gift last night at like 9.30, so... <laughs> eh, yeah. But I also, I also maintain, should I have to send him a birthday gift? Mm. Yeah, it's probably the right thing to Should do. I? It's probably the right thing to do. Big Dog says, with the GTA remasters coming soon, how much of an impact do you think the Grand Theft Auto franchise as a whole has made on the video game industry? Well, I mean, I mean Grand Theft Auto Three changed yeah. a lot of things. I mean, like how? What do you think? What do you Na name a name a sandbox game before uh, Grand Theft Auto Three, Cliff? Please, please name one. Fair. Please, Cliff. I, okay. I I guess my thought was that's right. Shut your mouth. Yeah, no, that's actually really fair. I was I was going to argue against this, but you're right. Uh, I I think it's as I always. I am. think it's interesting, except for that whole women small brain thing. That very that wrong there. Very wrong there. Yeah, very wrong. Um, I'm still going to call and tell your wife you said it. Um, whatever. I I can name a few, but they're all role playing. Yeah, games. I think my my that you're absolutely right though that like it really did kind of invent that sandbox genre. 
Um, my my kind of argument. It didn't, but it was the first really impactful. Um, my argument against it is as I'm very surprised that it didn't spawn a ton of games just like it, and it, that it doesn't continue to spawn up. Are you kidding, Cliff? What I mean, like I mean, so you've got um, you've got. Watchdogs, Saints Row. Well, you got Saints Row, um, but Watchdogs. True Crime, Streets of L.A. True Crimes, but besides yeah. that, what is there? I mean, like Mafia. So, is Mafia? So here's the problem. Yes, it is 100 percent a GTA All clone. Right. Um, the problem is, is that there were a ton of clones at first. And then they realized, like, oh, all of these suck compared to Grand yeah. Theft Auto. And they are expensive to make. And they just kind of stopped. Maybe that. So you still have some of the big ones. You still have, you know, Saints Row. But you're not getting, like, shovelware Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> uh, open. You know, you're not getting shovelware open. I guess maybe that maybe that's maybe you're right. It's maybe too, it's the cost. Because I, I think that's more what I was thinking. Yeah. Is like, yeah, absolutely. There are a handful of of examples of it. Um, Simpsons hit and run. That was like that's better than GTA. How how far did you get into that? I don't don't know if that's true. I'm not sure that's true. Because I have beaten that game, and let me tell you, the first three levels amazing. The last like four levels made me want to self injure myself because they're bad. Oh no! Oh well, okay. Well, it's fair. It's fair. Um, okay, so I am wrong about Grand Theft Auto. It is yes, it is are. very influential. I apologize. Uh, Turn down for what has a last minute question. Um, he literally asked it like a couple minutes ago. Um, you're a super villain. That super villain? I, I don't know what that is. A super villain. He's he's like Robert De Niro. De Niro uh, that specializes in minor inconveniences. What's the first thing you do? What's your superpower? You you uh, minor inconveniences. Uh, you drop the you make people drop their ice cream cone. That's it. You just stand outside the Dairy Queen. Does, does everybody drop their ice cream cone, or just some people? Just the people you want. You just you know. Yeah, looks yeah. Like a dick. You just look at someone. Yeah. I I, I oh, there goes his ice cream. I think mine would be uh, whatever line I'm in at the grocery store automatically takes twice as long. Yeah. What about you, Cole? Minor inconvenience. So, so you know. When there's like toilet paper in a public restroom and you pull on it and it's in that like thing and it pulls off like one sheet yeah. and you can't quite pull it and it pulls a second sheet, but you can't get it to like come out. Yep. Your, your, I don't know, toilet paper bad man. Yeah, that's fair. Or you just make the toilet paper in the public restroom soggy, Ugh. just slightly soggy. So you don't know why it's that just happened. moist. I uh, I'm yeah. I I believe that there actually is. Well, that just cleans better, Cliff. <laughs> That's fair. I uh, I believe there actually probably is a an evil superhero somewhere who probably invented and continues to run the automated paper towel dispensers that like you wave under it and it's like Meh. and like three and a half inches of paper towel come out. I'm like okay, and then like you wave, nothing happens. You wave, nothing happens. You wave, nothing happens, and it's like. And now you have like five and a half inches of paper towel. I'm like, my hands are huge. This will not dry them. Don't wave. Drives me nuts. Put your hands in front and keep them there. What if I just use my hands to beat the machine open and just take all the paper towels I want? What I found is that usually they're not like wave like kind of thing. It is literally just that there's something in front of Interesting. it. Interesting. Colby just fixed all my problems. All right, cool. Uh, cheap free games this month. Thank you for all your questions, by the by. Uh, Epic Games is giving away. This is like the worst giveaway ever. 
Rogue Company Season 4 Epic Pack. You can kick off Season 4 with this fiery, free Epic Games exclusive pack. No one cares about that, but you know what people care about. I'm so glad Hans is here because he's going to be so excited about this. He's going to be so, I'd like, I, I, Hans is going to be excited for other people to get to play this. Uh, the other thing that Epic Games is giving away, and I do not have it in these show notes, so it's a complete surprise to him, is uh, Borderlands 2. Hans's car! Hans's car! Everyone given gets a free Tesla. Oh. And by that I mean one person gets a free Tesla. Um, Borderlands 2 had a DLC pack that... Uh, Is it a tiny Dino one? He said that so fast and so excitedly. <laughs> is it Tiny Tina? Tiny Tina's DLC is coming out free on Epic as a standalone game you can just go play. Oh, it's the Dungeons and Dragons one. Mazes yes. and Monsters. So... Oh, yeah. So that is free from now until uh, November 16th, which is my birthday. That is the best piece of DLC you will ever play for any game. And now ever. you don't need Borderlands to play it. It is just a free standalone game you can play. So I think that's kind of cool. Oh my god! Right. It's so so good. go grab that right now. It's available. I think. I think right now. Um, I'm launching it right now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna go grab it. So I thought that was kind of fun. I just ran across that today. Uh, let's see. Humble Bundle actually has some kind of good bundles, which is kind of weird because Humble Bundle bundles have been kind of trash lately. Like, they, there will be entire weeks where they don't have video game bundles, and they've got four video game bundles right now, which is kind of crazy. Uh, they have the Adrenaline Rush bundle, um, which is not terrific, but if you're willing to pay... Uh, $11, you can get Second Extinction, which is actually a, a quite a fun game. It's like uh, you fight dinosaurs. It's free on Game Pass, though, so you don't need to get it. The bunch of that, the, everything else in that bundle kind of sucks. Oh, except Keep Talking and No One Explodes, which is freaking incredible. If you've never played that game, it is real, real, real good. It's best in VR, but you can absolutely play it not in VR. It's super fun. Uh, let's. It is super, super fun. fun. We played it at. We played it at. at uh, Extra Life probably four or five years ago and had just an amazing time with it. Um, let's see. The Sonic 30th Anniversary Bundle. Uh, you can get 10 bucks and you can get like all the Sonic oh, games. hold on. What you didn't say. Wait, stay back. Come back. Stay back. Come back. Epic stay back. Games. Tiny Tina. There is a... Yeah. It, this is They're putting out this one shot because she's putting out an entire game. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is yes, coming out next soon. year. March 2022. Oh, yeah, nice. so it's good. Yeah, that, that is the reason they are doing it. But uh, yeah, free now. Go grab it. It's good. Uh, Sonic. You can get like all the Sonic games. Literally all of them. Ten bucks. Do it. Um, let's see. There is a, f whoops, a fighting juggernauts bundle. Um, and if you're into fighting games, this is pretty good. Uh, for nine, let's see, for $12, you can get Soul Calibur 5, a bunch of Soul Calibur DLC, Injustice 2, um, in which, uh, if you listen, uh, the person who plays Poison Ivy, we interviewed her, uh, like 200 episodes ago. <laughs> uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, which I don't know about, Killer Instinct, Mortal Kombat XL, a game called Slap City, which sounds all right. 95% positive on Steam and One Finger Death Punch. So a bunch of fighting games if that is your jam. And then finally, the Asper 25th Anniversary Bundle. Uh, for 12 bucks, you can get uh, the Borderlands Handsome Collection, which is a pretty good deal. Um, and Bioshock Infinite and uh, Layers of Fear. 
the Masterpiece Edition. So kind of a weird set of games there, but uh, there's some other stuff. Sid Meier's uh, Civilization Beyond Earth is in that pack too. So just, you know, some overall good stuff going over at Humble right now. Might want to head over there and see. I mean, that's like... I think if you bought all of those, it would be like 50 bucks, and you'd get a bunch of pretty good games for $50, so check that out. Uh, Game Pass, Football Manager 2022 is finally out today. Colby, have you downloaded it yet? You know what? PC, Xbox, uh, and console, it's out there now. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 is... Why can't we talk today? Forza Horizon 5 is... I'm I'm more wondering about PC, Xbox, and console. it's a different thing. It's console, Cliff. Um, you know the one. Forza Horizon 5 Cloud Console NPC is out today as well. Grand Theft uh, Auto San Andreas is out uh, day after tomorrow, November 11th, uh, Veterans Day. So maybe you have it off and, and you can uh, play that. Do either of you guys get Veterans Day off? No. Yeah, it sucks. My company hates the troops. Bummer. Uh, one Step from Eden is coming out on console and PC on November 11th as well. It is a <laughs> deck-building, real-time action roguelike. <laughs> Uh, MS Flight Sim Game of the Year Edition comes out November 18th. Uh, Halo console PC comes out December 8th. Among Us is coming to console December 14th. Um, and here's a here's a way out there one. It is announced that Total War Warhammer 3 is coming to PC February 17th, 2022. Day and date on Game Pass for PC. So if that's your thing, that is going to be available in like, I don't know, four months. Uh, that's all the free stuff. Unless you are a Netflix subscriber who also has an Android phone. So this is like Hans. Hans is a Netflix subscriber who has an Android phone. So this news is for him. Uh, Netflix has started uh, giving away games. (laughs) This is kind of weird. So starting uh, (laughs) starting tomorrow, November 10th, um, if you get the iOS and... Oh, wait. Oh, hey, wait, look, it looks, it's coming to, to iOS too. So it was Android only. Now it's coming to iOS tomorrow. Um, you you can download the app and it lets you install a handful of games for free. Um, one of them, though, is Stranger Things 3, the game, which Colby liked. Um, on your on phone? On your phone, yeah. Yeah, which hmm. is probably not too bad. It's like, a, it's like a pixely game. If you put a controller on there, it probably wouldn't be terrible. Uh, no. You also can get Stranger Things, the game, Card Blast, Teeter, and Shooting Hoops. So, not a lot of games, but uh, they are free if you already have an existing subscription. And and they're going to put more out. Like, I mean, I think we talked about... Uh, oh, unfortunately, you will not be able to use a wireless controller um, as they only use touch controls. So, not optimal. <laughs> I don't I don't understand this move for Netflix. It's it's one of two things is going to happen Hans. Either it's going to work because they have a massive audience um or it's going to fail horribly and they just bought the team that makes Oxenfree and they're going to end up in the, you know, garbage and i'm going to be very 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 sad so oh it's the second one cliff just so you know it's the second one yeah yeah anyway give it a shot it's coming out tomorrow to ios so give it a go i think that's it though you guys have any uh other thoughts or hopes or dreams um i think i said his name was h john benjamin and now i'm thinking it's john h benjamin what 
Guy who did Archer, who should voice Garfield. Yeah, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. All right. Uh, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Thank you to Rich Deacon for updating that for us because otherwise it would never happen. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can support us. Colby? I was just going to think that he probably doesn't like it, but Dick Deacon would be an amazing surf guitar-like name. Or like a like a... Like a superhero name, like like he would be like someone. See, I think sidekick. surf guitar. Yeah, like Dick Dale, like 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 Dick Deacon. I don't I don't know if Rich plays guitar. I'll find out. He should learn, and specifically surf guitar. Huh. So Mansocks didn't have the guts to say this out loud, um, but he thinks he'd make a good porno church leader. And I don't know exactly what a porno church is, but I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, it's just the people that worship corn. Oh. He would be the deacon. Maybe I should start a church. Uh, Extra Life. You can uh, donate to our Extra Life team at bitemepodcast.com. Extra Life. Try, trying to make another $135. So, you know, like you got three bucks throw it at us. If like, I don't know, 80 people sent us three bucks, we'd make that. I think that's how math works. Uh, Patreon.com slash bitemepodcast if you want to support this podcast. Uh, if you'd like to chat with the three weirdos who are doing this podcast right now, you certainly can by going to bitemepodcast.com slash discord. That'll get you into our discord. Um, we're pretty friendly. I like to think that we welcome people with open arms, except for Tim. Tim's... Just yeah, like if, if there's a guy named Happy Funball there and he says something, we're just ignore him. He'll he'll still be there, but he'll be fine. Uh, who's going to uh, who's going to do the outro? Uh, 